Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, and I could not be any more happier or joyful than I am right now. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. Boy, I tell you, to be right now in Nashville, Tennessee, where the sun is shining so bright that it is almost blinding, but yet it's only 37 degrees outside. How about that? Who among us? can make the weather do that type of uh, trickery that it does to us sometimes. I mean, even the weatherman doesn't know what the weather is going to do. He can't even predict the weather. But you know who can predict the weather? God. God is the only one who has the power over nature itself. And even nature itself has to yield its power to God. I am just so excited about today, and I'm just so glad that you're here listening with me. How many of you guys who listen to the Traveling Pulpit are Christians? That is just what I'd like to know right now. That's that's my start-off question right there. How many listeners of the Traveling Pulpit are Christians? You know, it's such a wonderful thing to be a Christian, but you know what is more meaningful than even that being a Christian? is being a disciple. You know, I, I, I identify, I identify myself as being a disciple and it's not so hard to do. You see, a disciple is a follower of Jesus Christ. Now you have to be very careful making your identifications sure, because in this world, remember, we are up against spirits and principalities, not not in the world, but of the world. They surround us and they try to trick us into being uh, uh, something that it wants us to be. So when you say that you are a Christian, are you a Christian of the world or are you a Christian disciple of Jesus Christ? You see, in Matthew four, where we're going to where we're going to uh, start today, uh, basically where we're going to spend our whole time is in uh, the book of Matthew, Matthew four and 18 is Jesus has just finished his 40 day fast in, in the wilderness with the temptation of Satan coming after him. And I'm going to get into that that message a little later. I want to work on that message a little later. But today I want to talk about what it means to be a disciple. You see, Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee after he came down from the wilderness to begin his ministry. And he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. And they were casting their net into the sea because they were fishermen. Now, Jesus standing on on the seashore or the beach, as we like to call it, he called out to them and he said, follow me. I'm going to stop right there. He said, follow me. He told them that. And I will make you fishers of men, he said. Sorry for that awkward pause, but but Jesus said, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Now it's 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 you have to understand that Jesus is just a man. But he is also God at the same time. Jesus is one hundred percent man and one hundred percent God all in one. 
And he said, follow me. But he told these, he told this to two fishermen, two ordinary guys out there throwing their, throwing their nets into the water, fishermen. And he said, follow me. And then he said, and I will make you fishers of men. And the Bible says immediately, immediately without having a shadow of doubt, they cast their nets and they followed him. This is again, an ordinary man who is 100% man and 100% God. How did they know to drop their nets and follow him? And going from there, he saw two more brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, also the son of Zebedee. Now, they were in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. So they had already finished their work for the day. They was getting ready for the, for the next day. And Jesus called to them. Again, immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. What is it about that call that says, follow me? You see, in this world, we can be disciples of those who have power over us, who make us feel a certain way, who have, who have a, who has a certain look. And they can only, and, and all they say is they, they say the same things. Follow me. And some of us do that. But what is it about Jesus? Did they know that he was the son of God? Did, did, did they know that, that, that he had the power to, to, to transform our lives? What was it about him? I honestly believe that when he called to them, they saw something in him that made them want to leave and follow him. The same way it is for you when you became a Christian, when you came to Christ, what is it about you that you saw in Christ to change your life? That is what they saw in their lives to allow their lives to be changed by him. So, so going on to follow him, this doesn't mean you just, you, 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 you walk, uh, uh, you leave what you're doing and you just walk away from what you're doing. To follow him means you have to get into relationship with him. You have to find out some things about him. You see, we're going through this process right now where we're watching uh, uh, a presidency unfold right before our eyes. And we're watching uh, uh, Democratic candidates unfold before our eyes. And they're all trying to get us to follow them. They're all trying to get us to follow them by the words that they are using because words are very persuasive. And also it's the ears that that allow us to hear the words that are very persuasive. So so who do you follow? Who are you following? Uh, have you found a, a candidate that 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 you are that you ha have given your your support to? Have you um uh, already have someone that you believe can can continue to to run the country as best that they uh, know how or, or are doing. Um, are you a disciple? 
of the candidates or are you a disciple of the man who is already presently in the White House? Whom are you a disciple of or are you a disciple of God most high who gave the ability for the candidates to stand on stage, who gave the ability for the man to be in the White House, who gave you the opportunity to 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 wake up this morning and be thankful for the things that you have, even for the things that you don't have. Be thankful for the things that that you do have, because because he gave you that ability to do that. So there are some who will not follow on the fact that he is God and he has power over us. There are some people who will not follow or believe that there is a, a someone who 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 can do that or or has that over us. Yet and still they'll believe in someone that they can see. Someone that 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 will that will lie to them. Someone that will not be truthful to them. When you follow Christ, you're going to get the the absolute truth. You're going to get what you don't want to hear that will save your soul for all eternity. Jesus goes on a little bit farther and he finds Matthew. Now, Matthew, he calls, he calls Matthew and tells Matthew, follow me. Matthew, also known as Levi, was a tax collector, one of the, the most despised people of that day. One of the most hated people of that day because he worked for the government and the government was was in the people's pockets. Wonder if you ever heard that one before. So he was doing something that the government gave him the ability to do. They gave the government gave Matthew, a.k.a. Levi, power to dig into the people's pockets. And he was despised for that. Sinners hung out with Matthew because that is how they they viewed tax collectors. And so Jesus comes and finds Matthew, a.k.a. Levi, and says to him, follow me. And you know what he does? He follows him. So there is a difference between being a disciple for Christ and being a Christian for the world. So which are you? Do you find yourself more so being a Christian to the world, catering to the world, using the word Christian as as a badge of of respect in this world? Or are you a disciple? One of one of whom Jesus said that you will be hated because of my name, you will be persecuted because of my name. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Which one are you? Are you the one that's going to seek the world's love and attention? You see it every day on TV or you or, or better yet, you see it on award shows. They, they, they what they do is what they do is they use God's name to get applause. They, 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 they inject Christ's name because it's acceptable at that time. I want to thank this. I want to thank this Academy for giving me this award, but mostly I want to, I want to, I want to uh, thank Jesus for allowing me to, to have the talent I have. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not careful, you can fall prey 
to the subtle and idle words of the enemy. Who make it who will make you seem that the world is this wonderful place to be a Christian in when the truth of the matter is when you are a disciple in Christ, you are a marked for death person. Because Jesus said the world will hate you like it hated me because they did not want the true word of God in the world brought to them by his son, Jesus. They didn't want that. Let your election be sure, but also let your walk speak the words that it ought to speak to the world. Sometimes it's easy to say I'm a Christian, but when you have to live as a disciple, that's a, that, that speaks more volumes than someone saying I'm a Christian because anybody can say I'm a Christian. I honestly believe the angel who, who pretends to be light will come and say, I'm a Christian because he too can speak, speak from the Bible itself, but not speak the actual truth, but have to change the words so that it appeases him. So be careful with what you say or who you say you are when you're out in the marketplace, when you're out in the workplace, when you're out in the gas station or the, or the, or the school or the or schoolhouse. Be careful what you say, what comes out of your mouth, because it's better to let people see your walk than to tell people how you're walking. Jesus went on to call Philip. Bartholomew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, and then Judas Iscariot, the one who would betray Jesus. And I have no doubt that Jesus told all of these men to follow him, even a zealot and a betrayer. He said, follow him. When you follow Jesus, your life changes but when you follow the world, your life will not change. Your true nature, your true self, your true master will come out of you. You ever been to church and, and cut somebody off in traffic after service is over? <laughs> so much for that, right? I've been there. I know what that means. I know what that means to be in a church service and being filled up on the name of Jesus, but then get cut off in traffic and then lose everything I just heard in the service. Be careful who you say you are among people. Just because you say you're a Christian doesn't mean that you live as one or that you are one. But Jesus is calling you to follow him to be a disciple of his, that you belong to him so that you won't have to tell anyone who you are. They will already know who you are. Be a follower of Jesus. Be a disciple of, of Jesus Christ. And he will change your life. Stop trying to change your life with, with, what, with the glories and riches of this world. Because there are a lot of people, a lot of people, in high places who has who has been on that on that same platform that Jesus was on seeing the world's riches and have given their lives over to just being a disciple of a, a, a disciple of the world and not a disciple of Christ. 
It happens so fast and it can happen to any of us. But I'm here today to let you know that there is a difference between being a disciple of Christ and a disciple of the world. Being a follower of Jesus or, or hashtagging the label Christian for the world. There's a big difference. And if you have any doubt, go to the word, go to Matthew 4 and 18, verse 18. Go to Luke, go to Mark, go to John. If you have any doubt. Jesus is calling you to be a disciple. And he wants that for you. He wants that for your life. He wants you to follow him. Because in following him, your life will change. And he will make you fishers of men. This I believe. Well, that's my time for today. I hope that from today's message that you will take away what it means to be a disciple of Christ and how your disciple and how your discipleship to Christ impacts the world. I also want to remind you that the traveling pulpit will be broadcasting on its new day of Saturdays. I'm so excited about that. And I look forward to doing this with you on every Saturday. I also tried to add music to the podcast. I'm still trying to work that out. So uh, just trying to break up, you know, get a little, get a little uh, musical introduction going and, and uh, then going off into the message. So I'm still working on that, but uh, join me on next week from, for more from the traveling pulpit. And I hope that you have a great Saturday. I hope that, that you tie in to a Bible believing, Bible teaching, praying church where Christ is lifted up, where you can become a disciple and not just a Christian. Because it's more to it than just a word. It's more to it than just a label. And it's more to it than just a hashtag. Be a disciple, but be a disciple for Jesus Christ, our Lord and our King. God bless. Have a great day.